All right. It is another late night pod. This is, is probably the schedule that we're going to have to do now. September 21st here in Provo. B and T. We're going to talk some sports today. B, how are you? I'm doing all right. This is my my MJ flu game. My oh, flu pod. Yeah, dude. We're me and Banner are both a little on the sick end, but yeah, you know, we're <clears> both. <throat> We're gonna drop sixty tonight on the Jazz. Yeah. Um. Well, yeah. So we're gonna try to we're gonna try to tough it out for our listeners. Yeah. Uh, we we hear you, Brussels. We know we know you guys are craving our stuff. So yeah. those Belgians, they got to get their absolutely their listening. You know? Yeah. Not not the first time that um, a couple people in their biggest moments are are getting sick in, in the state of Utah. So true. Um, it's like MJ and then us. And then us. Yes. And then who would be a good three, a big time sports moment in Utah. Maybe there was one time. Oh, one time Kyle Collinsworth and an NIT tournament game was feeling under the weather. And so he, that's big time. Yeah. But he still played. It might've been, I want to say South Florida, USF. Dude, it, do, it does not get bigger than NIT basketball, bro. Dude, so yeah. You have MJ and B&T and then Kyle Collinsworth, man. Yeah, that's the power rankings of flu games in Utah. Yeah, so um, if anyone else would like to chip in or discuss, feel free to come on the pod. Tweet at us. We'll we'll discuss. Yeah. You know, you know what we should do? We should get an actual radio guy like Ben Criddle on. Yeah. And we'll we'll be like, yo, I promise you this is legit. And then he's he'll be on for like five seconds and then he'll log off before he realizes that this isn't quite what he thought. But then we'll be able to promote that. Are we funny? Yeah, that would be funny. I'll I'll DM him. Should I do it now on air? Do it. I'm gonna do it on air. But anyway, while we try to get more guests on our podcast. Uh, let's talk a little bit about. Mm-hmm. Let's recap a little bit of college football. Yeah, I think there's of, more NFL to talk about. There's definitely more NFL, team. but we'll we'll touch on college because it was a rough week for us BYU fans, yeah. and it was just a overall kind of rough college football weekend. There weren't that many like good games that were like especially close. Yeah, you I, mean, know what I mean, what was the closest one? Maybe. Texas A and M Miami. Yeah, I was about to say. But like that score was like, you know, it was seventeen to nine. So it's not like it was overly exciting by any means. But um, yeah, so that game we can just point out other notables. Um, Washington, the big time win over Michigan State, that was huge. I got that pick right because my boy Penix, bro. Michael Penix Jr. That guy is him. Michael, Michael Penix. Penix is him, dude. He's him. Yeah, and also shout out to the twelve carries for thirty six yards by by my boy Wayne Talapapa, former UVA running back slash former BYU commit before mm. going to Virginia. Um, so big, big shout out to him. Um, okay. Any other? <laughs> yeah, just. Just thought I'd shout him out. Um, Wake Forest, Liberty. Liberty gave Wake Forest a good game. Liberty is a good team, man. I'm they are. I, I kind of was discrediting them at the beginning, thinking that it was just like, a, oh, people just say that because they've been good. But it's not based off of like what they're actually doing right now. But it is based off what they're actually doing right now. Now I, it's, I'm a firm believer that Hugh Freeze is a good coach. He is. Bad person, great coach. Yeah, we're not going to talk about morals on this podcast. Morals, dude. We're a moral-free podcast. We are. Um, we're, we're we're equal to all morals across the, the compass. Of- yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll go more into our picks and stuff. We'll, we'll do that yeah. uh, before yeah. uh, in our next Speaking episode. Speaking of bad morals, Auburn got crushed. Yeah, I, I was glossing through that score. And Brian Harson. I was I was right. If we're going to talk about picks, I was right. I thought Penn State yeah. would win, but not think by that much. Uh-huh. Um, I think TJ Finley is just not it. He's not it. He's not starting this week either. I think he's hurt, which I think is convenient for them. <laughs> it's it bad. Is, it is pretty convenient. 
Uh, but yeah, that was another big, big game. <laughs> uh, South Florida took it to Florida. Probably could have won. That was pretty interesting. Florida's just not very good. Yeah, but you know we rock with Florida because they gave us an amazing, amazing win we over do. Utah. So, uh, Anthony Richardson maybe yeah isn't quite what we thought he was, yeah. but. I'm okay admitting that. Yeah. I think probably the next two biggest things besides we'll go to BYU Oregon in a little bit, but that App State Hail Mary, that was That was big time. That was sick. That was cool. That was they are just like They're on fun. cloud nine this year. Yeah. Um, you know, imagine if they were able to pull off that UNC game. Like it things would be bonkers for App State right now. They would be like Cinderella. Like, they, they would be. So, yeah, that was obviously an exciting finish. They beat Troy, which I mean, we both thought that App State would win that pretty handily. But I, I actually had as an honorable mention, but didn't include it in my picks, that I thought Troy was going to cover, which they did. Which is true. That I, um, because I, I thought it was a slight letdown spot, which it appears it was. They got kind of lucky. Yeah. No, that was definitely best case scenario for App State. Yeah. Almost like a wake up call, but you still get the win and the excitement yeah. uh, and all that nonsense. And is, then. Is it worth mention? We might as well mention that Oklahoma looked pretty darn good. Oh, yeah. I actually wasn't, but I'm I think, glad you brought that up. I think Nebraska is also pretty darn bad. Yeah. I think both are true. Yeah. I think Oklahoma's better than we've given them, than I. And most people have given them credit for. I think they're in that group of like contending for the last spot or two in the playoff. For sure. With like Clemson, USC, Michigan, that group. I they, think they're amongst that group. There's a top tier that is Georgia, Alabama. I'd probably put Alabama. I, there. I am not fully sure yet, but I'm kind of throwing Ohio State. I would, I would also, yeah. Let's just throw them in the top tier. And then you have second tier, which is Clemson, Michigan, Michigan, USC. You throw USC. Maybe. If we're basing off what's happened so far, you got them. maybe even Washington. Maybe. I have part of like a Pac 12 sleeper, but Oklahoma. Yeah. I, I would, you know, yeah. Even like Oklahoma State, you know, like. Yeah. I think they're going to. They'll probably gonna drop. They're going to drop. I think. Eventually, but we'll. We'll we'll see what happens. Penn State might be entering that. Penn State might be really good. They might. They might. Be but really the good. Big Ten East is just tough. Yeah, that's one of those things we'll see. They've got a couple easier games here in Central Michigan, Northwestern at home, and then they got at Michigan. So we'll yeah. see. And look, I know we got a long season ahead of us, but my boy Dylan Gabriel looks pretty darn good. He did look pretty darn good. So we're we're still there. Uh, the one thing I was going to say is Kansas is 3-0. Kansas is 3-0. And it's honestly, I think it's, it is it is horrific that they're not ranked. They have Duke coming up, which is – Duke is good. Duke is 3-0. <clears throat> Duke is a good team. UNC is 3-0. Yeah. Villanova, for all I know, could be three and zero, and that's yeah. last year's Final Four. Yeah, or three and zero. So, Kentucky also is three and zero. All these quote unquote blue bloods in basketball are three and zero in football. So, I think if Kansas, and I think they will, when they beat Duke, mm-hmm. then they will be ranked. But mm-hmm. it's because they just don't get the respect, which I guess yeah. makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, but it's also frustrating. Um, and it just shows kind of the bias that there is. Yeah. Should we talk about the 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 game? The massacre that happened. That was in Eugene, Oregon. I think that's all we really want to talk about college football. I mean, like, I feel like we adequately that. covered the the national landscape. We can talk about the BYU game and then shift to the NFL. Yeah. But, um, I think I remember saying that I was scared. Yeah. And there's right. there's a part of me that was optimistic, but yeah, I think it sucks that I was right to be scared. I uh, I think it's hard to go up against a team that is Oregon that gets obliterated by a great Georgia team and then obliterates 
Who do they play? Like Eastern Washington? Maybe? Yeah, some... But 70 on An FCS school. Yeah, so you don't really know how to scale them. And you were right when you were talking about BYU after this Baylor game might be a letdown game, you know. Like definitely. all, you know, whether it's coaching or the players or both, or definitely the fans, There's a we were getting to our heads. I think as a fan base, but Oregon looks really good. I think they're just faster, stronger, better team. Yeah. We've talked about this off air. I wish that we at least tried some adjustments. Yeah. Whether that would have changed the outcome mm-hmm. of the game, mm-hmm. probably not. Yeah. But at least seeing some kind of defensive adjustment because our offense was not the issue. No. Our offense um, played very well. I will say, I, I kind of rewatched some highlights today, actually, and looking back at it, the offense was a bigger issue than I originally thought, and it was because we seemed to just insist on this. This is my biggest pet peeve in football, is when people insist on quote-unquote establishing the run. Mm-hmm. It's a myth. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Just score. Yeah, I, I which will say, we do by throwing this year. I, I will say that right when you mentioned that before, I guess before you even mentioned, yeah, the running aspect, yeah. I, it kind of did come to my mind. Our passing was not the issue. Agreed. Like quarterback, pass catchers, great. Even and pass protection. Pass protection. We our offensive line for the hype that it gets does not well okay I will say they're not opening up holes and getting a push and that's not necessarily on Chris Brooks I well also apart from a couple of runs in the U, in the USF game mm-hmm. our run game wasn't all that great either no like there's something that's uh, the flaw that in. The defense – well, I don't even really know what to think of the defense right now. Um, there was a lot of missed tackles. There is a lot of – There's just a lot of lapses. Like, yeah, it looked like – you know when you watch, like, it reminded me of when I played high school football. And for those who listen, like, we come from a high school. We went, like, two wins, three wins out of ten games almost every year. And there's this team that – these teams that would put guys at the D1 level like every game, and it felt like that sometimes. Oh, it's like a JV versus varsity. Yes, like a manhandle. Like they're just like their O-line just blows up our D-line, and then the guy, they have this super quick running back who's already at the second level like this, and then you have linebackers and DBs like, Tripping over their own feet, running into each other, yeah. like it was a mess. It was, like it, it, like you could tell early, like oh no, yeah. this is gonna this is gonna go poorly unless like a switch happens, which which doesn't happen. It doesn't happen, and and, and that's why I was hoping, like yeah, like if something to change, yeah, like the scheme where it's like try at least stack eight people or something in the box if they're just constantly running. And they base on the throw, that's fine because that's the risk and gamble that you yeah. get. I'd rather be beaten by the throw though than beaten by the run. Yeah, that's I'd rather just... the problem is here's the this here's what I said um before when kind of previewing this game is that I liked our chances if we forced Bo Nix to do difficult things. He didn't have to do anything remotely difficult the entire no. time. He just kind of like Handed the ball off, and then would occasionally just throw the ball to an opening receiver. Yeah, he had, and he had maybe one nice throw, one deep that throw, one deep throw that that was a nice catch that might have not been, a might catch. not been a catch, but you know, and it like, was a nice pass. I'll give him credit. Nice pass, nice catch. Again, you look at the re- the instant replay, and you're like eh, that's maybe not a catch. If it's reviewed or challenged, maybe some momentum gets swung. Uh, there's just there's just a lot of things that maybe could change the outcome of the game. I think it could have changed. I think there's a lot of things that could have changed. Like we don't get blown out. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, I think we both agree that there was likely just all the things that felt like we played horribly. It felt like we were out coached. It felt like they had better players. 
They were at Oregon. Yeah. We were coming off a letdown spot. They were coming off getting embarrassed. Like, I felt like every single factor went against us. And th- that just happens sometimes. Yeah. You know? I, and I think, I think if we play that game, you know, 10 times, I think that result doesn't happen every time. I agree. I think it happens maybe two out ten times, and out of like I think like they blow us out, like they win by twenty points, like that only is going to happen a couple times. Yeah. I think they win six or seven times. That's what I was going to say. Out like, of 10? I, I was going to say they win seven, but like four to five of them are like single digit losses. Yeah, like the, it's you a know? one possession game. I think. Oh gosh, that missed field goal. The missed field goal by Oldroy. That ended. I think that it was really, over at that point. It was a mental game. Yeah. That was lost. He's got to be done. I, I, I actually, you know what? Like, I think you give him these next couple of weeks. Yeah. You see what happens against Wyoming. Oh, that should be. I actually think Wyoming, they looked horrible against Illinois, but these past couple of weeks, they've looked pretty good. Yeah. They beat Tulsa, they beat Air Force. Um, we should crush them. We should beat them handily. Yeah. Utah State, we should beat them Fine. with our third stringers. Yes. I agree. Give Old Droid maybe a couple more games. He just needs his confidence but back. But if he's not if he's not getting it back by like Notre Dame time. Yeah. Like, he he, he just needs his confidence his back. Games. And it's hard because he's only missed three field goals. Yeah. And pretty big. But yeah. <laughs> but it's like yeah. you gotta hit at least one of those. Yeah. You know? I think, and if you hit one of those, it's like you're still on thin ice. Yeah, I think, I think if he hits that one against Oregon, cuts the lead to seven. Yeah, has some kind of momentum. Yeah, but if he if he makes that field goal, I think we lose by like ten or eleven. Yeah, but I also think just from like a, I think everything all is forgotten about Old Joy. It's just like you know what. He missed two crucial ones versus Baylor, but he was just having a bad night. Yeah, you know, yeah. but you can blame that. Like he, was he just missed the Oregon night. one. You're like, oh it's no, like, we have a problem. Yeah, totally. You know, I think. And then before we move on to the NFL, I think my last point. I don't know if I don't know if you remember this play. BYU, we were down. Maybe it's forty-one to twenty still, or I don't know. There was some kind of momentum in the second half in the fourth quarter. Yeah, because they started just throwing the ball. We started throwing the ball, and then like we get an interception, yeah. and like and kind of stops to you know, even though we really didn't stop them, but there's some kind of like life. I was yeah. like, you know, there's a chance that like if we could, we could have cut it to fourteen, yeah, and. We have momentum, and there's still plenty of time left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Like, there's at least life. But there's a play where Oregon throws a backwards pass, like a screen. Yeah. And obvious. Like, yeah. three, four, almost five yards back. Mm-hmm. It gets dropped. Mm-hmm. and Or the guy, like, as he's catching it, a BYU guy comes up and hits him. Mm-hmm. So the ball is just, like, on the ground. Free and no one on BYU. I do remember. No that. one on BYU even attempts to get the ball. Yeah, it's like, and that just bothers me so much because yeah. it's like, even even if that's a four pass, incomplete. You got to do. You got to do the little like, you know, we had this conversation about someone crossing the street. You got to do the courtesy jog. Yeah, it's like you got to do the courtesy pick up the ball and run to the end zone. Yeah. Because it's you like, gotta, you gotta do it. Because even if it's an obvious forward pass, the ball's on the ground. <laughs> worst comes worst, like you have the ball. And a lot of times, if they're not certain, they'll call it a touchdown. Totally. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they can't reverse it the other way. Yeah. So a lot of times they'll let you take it and call it a touchdown, and then review it and overturn it. Yeah. Uh, which would have been, you know. Yeah. As a BYU fan, that just really made me mad. Because then Oregon ended up recovering the ball. It ended up being like second and. Or third and twenty or thirty something, and I was just like, man, if we just scoop that and score. Yeah. Then, like, we have momentum. Again, not saying that one that wins or loses us the game, but yeah. man, at least have heart, you know, at least effort, yeah. just like try. And that that was just like, I think, 
the moral of the game was they just, just wasn't our night. Not it wasn't our day yeah. mentally, physically. Yeah, I was gonna say because um, I I still believe even if a team has bigger, faster, stronger players, you can win. I'm not saying this is every time. Yeah, but you can still win with smarts, with effort, with schemes. Yeah, and there's none of that. There's none of that. And when, when <laughs> yeah. it's obvious, when it's obvious that Oregon was faster, stronger, and just looks better, it, 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 it hurt to see BYU, whether it wasn't them making adjustments, but it just hurt just plays like that. I'm not saying that there wasn't any heart or anything there, but it's just like I feel like they were just mentally defeated at that point, which yeah. just hurts to see as a fan mm-hmm. when there could be some life down the stretch. But yeah, I think these next couple games, BYU get their mojo back. Heading into well, these next few games will get their mojo back against some bad teams like Notre Wyoming, Dame. Utah State, Notre Dame before they play Arkansas. Yeah, well, um, Notre Dame will be a big game. It's just like I refuse to believe that's going to be a big game in my eyes, even if Notre Dame like loses out until then. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's still going to be a big time game. It's because with BYU's defense, like they always are going to make the offense have chances. It's a They're, bend to don't break defense. Yes. And that is ugh, that's I'm not sure if I'm not sure if Notre Dame is going to be able to bend anybody That that's for another yeah. time. Yeah, we'll talk I mean, about we'll, that. We'll talk about that when that comes. But All right. I said a couple last points with the Baylor and then I'll transition to NFL real quick. Or yeah. not Baylor, BYU. Yeah. Um in the Baylor game I felt like the first half we tried to establish the run a lot. And then it got to a point, basically that two-minute drill at the end of the first half where we had that amazing catch by Chase Roberts in the end zone for a touchdown. We started airing the ball out. And then we started doing that more um, in the second half, like first down, second down, and long, a lot more just screen passes, short routes to get our playmakers open in space. I understand that we want to be balanced to be able to run the ball. Um, But I think – we tried to do the same thing against Oregon, thinking that, like Baylor, they'd give us a ton more chances. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't. Like, if Baylor had an explosive offense, they could have just put the game away in the first half. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, they got to be able to figure out, to establish some sort of running game, maybe be a little more creative with it. But you have an NFL quarterback. You have great weapons. Like, great a, – a line that seems way better right now at pass protection than run blocking. I think you just got to ride that. You have great weapons outside of Gunnar Romney and Puka Nakua who yes. still haven't played. Who still haven't played. And also, uh, the one last thing I, I want to throw in there to keep perspective is that no matter how good BYU is, no matter how good we coach, no matter how good our scheme is, the heart, the effort, all that stuff – there's a group of like five, six, seven, eight teams that just have guys that no other school has. And that that's not a slight on BYU. It's like just the reality. Ninety-five percent of teams don't have what Oregon, Oklahoma, USC, Texas, Bama, Michigan, Ohio State. You know, you get what I mean. Yeah. That group that just recruits better than everybody. And the problem is we ran into a team that has that like upper echelon talent that no one else that's in a group of its own, basically, along with Bama, Georgia, all of them. But they actually put it together. Yeah. And we didn't bring our A game either. So like it just felt like everything was wrong. There's no reason to fret. Um, you know, that happens. We're still 19. I still think we can that was surprising. I still think we can win out. I think uh, that's very possible. I think ten and two is a good season. Be, is a great season. I think. Yeah, we either beat double digit wins three years in a row. That's what it we means. either win or drop one between Notre Dame, Arkansas, and you hopefully beat out I teams. We don't want to lose like a Boise or Stanford. Like Boise, Stanford, Liberty, even is scary. So yeah, is it, that's a scary game. We need so. to win all those games. But yeah, yeah we'll anyways, move on. NFL, NFL. Uh, uh, my game of the week that was Raiders 
minus five and a half over Cardinals almost happens. And then yeah. Kyler Murray, uh, Madden PS4 video game mode decided to show up. Yeah. And might have just, I feel like that's a tough thing to do. It was an amazing game. It was a great game to watch. I think if Cardinals go 0 and 2, I think that's, that's such like a, that's that a felt tough. like a loser is in a really bad spot. Yeah. And, and I think the, I think the Raiders are in a bad spot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um so that was a great game. Yeah, Raiders Yeah, I, I don't know what you do against Kyler. Like you literally just No. He's just going to run circles. Yeah. And they had know? a chance to win the game. Yeah. Um I mean there's there's plenty of chances one for the Raiders there. Um but I think other other than that uh, your game, what was your game? Um, I went with. That's a great question. What was my game? Bill you Carter. had you had Niners. Seahawks. Yeah, I had the Niners beating the Seahawks handedly, and that's what happened. Yeah. Um, coming off a embarrassing loss for the Niners, and coming off of a big time win for Seattle, like I was like, things are going to even out the way they are. Which is that San Francisco's way better, and they showed that. And I know it sucks for Trey Lance uh, yeah. that he got injured and out for the season. It really does suck. But I think the Niners might be pretty well off though, with, with Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, I feel like Trey Lance is better, but they're better off with Jimmy. I don't know. Oh, one of our one of our one of our, uh, one of our friends, uh, shout out Zach Wong, just said like no matter how much. The 49ers don't want Jimmy G to be their quarterback. He's just going to keep coming back. Yeah. He's just going to keep being their quarterback. I think it's like, is so true. Yeah. Like, he's just their guy. Even though he's not great, he just feels like their guy. I mean, he takes you to a Super Bowl and then last year <laughs> takes you to the NFC Championship. Yeah. Um, I think short he's term. Serviceable. Yeah. Short term, that's definitely the best option. Long term is Trey Lance, but obviously, um, He's out, so they're gonna have to deal with yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo. Which sucks because he hadn't played much football before that. Anyway, is that North Dakota State? Like for COVID, he missed basically his entire senior year. Yeah, he last year. So like, it's just a weird case with him. But you hope that he can get things back on track. Have he will speedy recovery yeah. and turn out to be a good quarterback because I think the talent's most certainly. There. Yeah, I, so, I'm just not convinced that the Niners is like the best fit for him. But well, I guess we'll yeah. just see what happens. So yeah. Uh, not other than that, yeah, I don't really have much about that game. I think probably the biggest takeaway for me was that the Eagles are Eagles are really good, very good. The Dolphins had an amazing comeback. Yeah, and I think the Dolphins are a playoff team. I, I wasn't buying it with them preseason, but you I, know, I, I I will say I've never really been not like a Tua hater. No, but I've never been a believer. believer. I haven't either. And honestly, there's still some doubts there, but but it's hard to ignore that fourth quarter. We also talk about, like, scheming, right? Yeah. Like, they have an insanely smart head coach who has a very smart offense. They've surrounded him with guys to help them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, he's, good, he's good enough if you're not relying on yeah, and I think a big story out of that yeah. game that not a lot of people are talking about, Lamar Jackson had a great game, but what is up with the Ravens? How do you blow that? Yeah, their you're, defense you're needs home. to be better. Like, that that must be really frustrating Yeah, to be a Ravens fan because – It must be really frustrating to be Lamar Jackson. Yes. He, like, 21 for 29 – Three touchdowns, no interceptions, averaging 11 yards per pass. Also had the quote-unquote bad passer. Also had like a 70-yard touchdown run. Yes, nine carries, 119 yards in the touchdown, his longest being that 79-yard touchdown run. Like, he's a great quarterback. He's getting wasted away with the Ravens right now, which is a good thing. He'll be the Detroit Lions quarterback (laughs) come next year. Um, uh, Because I, I hate to toot my own horn here. But if we're talking about how great the Eagles are, we got to talk about how, like, the Lions are pretty good. The Lions – that Lions game was great. Because they lost the Eagles by, like, three. Three. You know? And 
I actually think what no commanders are actually not bad. They're not. They're like I'd say they're like mediocre to slightly below average. When when Carson Wentz turns it on, it's scary. Like yeah, Washington's like pretty good, and then you have uh, you played a good game. Yeah, I mean you really did. I just think I'll, if there's another quarter, I think the commanders might win that. Yeah, uh, but I just think it was. That first half by the Lions, it was just too much. Yeah. And then it was too little too late from the commanders. And obviously, I think the Lions kind of stepped off the gas a little bit. Yeah. um, And were able to win, but But that was a good good win. That is what good teams do. Good teams, like, pile it up in the first half, and when the other team fights back, they hold them off. Yeah. And, like, if you're the Lions, like, Washington's not a great team, but if you're a good team, you do that to a team like the Commanders. You know what I mean? It's what should have happened. Yeah. Which I've never seen that much of that from the Lions in my lifetime. No, you so, haven't either. Yeah. Where they're like obviously better than a team and they just play and they show it. Yeah. They don't really do that. So um, other games of no. The Giants are able to scrape one by again. I still don't know how how good they actually are, but I think they have a good coach. You know what? The, I think they have a bad quarterback. You they know what? Coach. You know what the New York Giants, you know who their equivalent college football team is? UCF. <laughs> no, no, sorry. Not, not UCF. <laughs> no, their equivalent is the Iowa Hawkeyes. Mm-hmm. Like these past few years, Iowa has never really had – a great offense. Yeah. But they've always had a solid defense. Giants, so far, have had a pretty solid defense. Iowa, they'll be ranked in the top 10 or 20 or whatever. Yeah. Obviously not this year, but in years past. And they always just manage to win games. They yeah. always just manage to scrape by. Yeah. And it's almost to a point where it's not like you might say the first few times, like, oh, that's just lucky. But then it's like, well, yeah. they're constantly just – they're doing what it takes to win – yeah. You know, and so I think the Giants can be put in that same category of they're, hey, they're gonna be a mediocre team this year. Yeah, and which honestly, is a huge improvement. Yeah, and I think you they've know, been horrible. And I think Daniel Jones, uh I'm not sure I don't buy it. I yeah, I'm not um, I'm not huge on the Daniel Jones they're, train. They're I think he he's a good quarterback to have as a backup if you're the Giants. If you're mm-hmm. able to get someone whether in free agency, whether it's someone like Jimmy G, whether it's someone like even if Lamar Jackson, I don't know. Or you just have yeah. Daniel Jones as a backup. He's just that's a lot better. Yeah, and but I was, I was definitely not unimpressed. Yeah, um, but also Panthers, that's a mess. They're uh, they're it's just a ticking time bomb when they fire Matt Rule. Where then Matt Rule will just go back to college, which is where he came from. He was a good coach at um, at Baylor before he joined Carolina. He'll end up going back there. It's just not a good fit. It's just not yeah. working. He'll get fired at some point before the season ends, I bet. Yeah. Uh, so that was an early mm-hmm. game. Uh, Colts, Jaguars. Uh, Colts are in trouble. Not that the Jaguars are bad, but you got to put up something. To get crushed by the Jags means you are bad. And they I, were favored to win the AFC South. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i not sure what's happened. Jonathan Taylor literally had 54 yards and only nine carries. Nine carries. I guess because they fell behind and they just... Matt Ryan had three interceptions. No touchdowns. Zero touchdowns. Uh, Barely over 50%. I'm not ready to quit on the Colts yet, though, because if you have Jonathan Taylor... And I actually think Matt Ryan is not as bad as he was uh, my last game. But I'm curious to see. It's got to be, for me, it's this next week, how the Colts will match up against But they got the Chiefs. Yes, that's what I was going to bring up. What I was going to bring up is, like, you know, you don't want to overreact to the first two weeks. But you had the Houston Texans and the Jaguars, and you tied one. You lost one. And you can't do that and make playoffs. Yeah. When you're a team – because the Colts aren't like a, 
they're not the Chiefs. They're not the Bills. They're not the Bucks. They're not the Rams. We're like, they're too talented. Even if they lose a few of those games, they're still just going to win a bunch of games and be yeah. fine. The Colts are kind of borderline team anyway, which gets, gets into the topic of, I personally think the AFC South winner is going to be under 500 this year. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I, I think that's very that. likely. That division stinks, yeah. especially if the Colts aren't good and the Titans look rough. Yeah, Titans uh, briefly glossing over that game. Ryan Tannehill ain't it. He's not, and the Bills are. That's it. Yeah, the Bills are. It. There's literally no other way to put that. They're they're so good. So, um, and then should we just rattle through the other ones we haven't talked about? We don't. We can just add a comment or two if we want. But yeah, I the one game I do want to kind of talk about because more in depth. I claim this as my second team after the Chargers is the Jets. Is the Jets cool? Um, mainly Zach Wilson. Bias, but also it's fun to root for a team that's rebuilding and and they got talent. They have a good coach. Um, the Jets haven't been good since uh, Mark Sanchez's runs to the AFC Championships. But I can't believe they won that game. Yeah, against the Browns, kind of yeah. serves the Browns right. It, um, it does. Um, to see and to see Joe Flacco, dude was balling out. Dude's a solid quarterback still it was a quarterback showdown between our guys joe flacco and jacoby Brissett. you know it's hard to jacoby go- Brissett, like you can't blame him 22 for 27 229 yards a touchdown to pick do you expect anything more from him i don't from jacoby Brissett, that's, that's fine no that's totally fine for jacoby nick Brissett. chubb with 87 yards on 17 carries and three touchdowns so there was also that one play where he scored where he probably shouldn't have um, yeah, but it was fine for my fantasy. Team. <laughs> so I think it was very fine for a lot of fantasy teams. But yeah, um, but basically, Jets are down fourteen, or sorry, they're down thirteen under two minutes left. They score, and then they score, get the onside kick, score again, yeah. get the extra point, end up winning the game thirty-one thirty, which yeah. is that was just an exciting game, just a gritty win. Just it was just. It's it was so good to see a game like that happen because I think the last time a team was down thirteen points with under two minutes left it had to be like over twenty years ago or something or just a long time ago. It's great to see that the Jets win that game. Yeah, the fact that it's the Jets. Yeah. Usually it's like teams like the Patriots. Yeah. Or, yeah. Win those games. But it's nice see, to see the underdog. Win. Yeah. So uh so that was fun. The ones we haven't mentioned. The ones we haven't mentioned, let's go. Uh Bucks, Bucks Saints. That and, was just kind of boring. That was just boring. Defensive. And, and then it just came down to like the Bucks have Tom Brady, the Saints have Jameis Winston. And that was it. Yeah, there was a pretty crucial pick six mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter there. Yeah. I still I actually still think the Saints will give a run I, I think so for the too. Bucks money for the so NFC too. South, but uh Patriots Steelers. Pat Steelers. Uh those are just, just two mediocre teams that play good defense and can't score. It was very much similar with the Bucks Saints, just a defensive battle. Yeah. It really came down to one crucial play off of the Patriots punted. Mm-hmm. Actually, before that, uh, Mac Jones threw a pretty bad pass that should have been picked. Mm-hmm. Should have been intercepted, gets dropped, and then later the Patriots punt and it gets muffed. And then they have great field, and the Patriots recover. They have good field position, field position. So you go from should have intercepting the ball to now having to play defense again inside your own twenty, uh, and then Patriots take advantage. And if if it's a defensive mm-hmm. game and you have a struggling mm-hmm. offense mm-hmm. on both sides, yeah, but you can't have game mistakes. That's like just that. gonna that's gonna decide the game basically. Yeah. Yeah, as you said, it's like the Saints Bucks, but the Patriots Steelers are both not as good as the Saints and Bucks. Correct. Um we've talked about Jags Colts, we've talked about Ravens Dolphins. 
Rams, Falcons, it feels like the Rams are still kind of on a Super Bowl hangover a little bit. They're going to be fine, but they're just not quite hitting on all cylinders yet. And the Falcons put together a gritty performance to make it tight, make it uncomfortable for the Rams. Yeah, I think the biggest story mm-hmm. here is that the Falcons came back and almost, I don't want to say won, but they made it a game. Yeah, they made you, you can't you can't be the Rams. You can't be up twenty eight to three. You can't yeah. be up twenty five, and then going into the or and then at the beginning of the fourth quarter, you can't be up twenty one points and just and let Mark Mariota come back. Yeah, and then just end up winning by four. Like, yeah. may, maybe it was just like maybe in the back of their minds, there was just like you know it doesn't matter. We could literally just totally lay off the gas, and they're not going to win. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you just got to be you got to be better than that, in my opinion. So I don't think that's super yeah. reflective of the Rams. And they won, which is what matters. Which is what matters. Um, I think the Falcons actually, um, the biggest story, or another big story, I should say. I keep saying that um, is the fact that Kyle Pitts barely involved. Barely is involved. Like that's. Your best weapon. Yeah. Maybe outside Drake London. Yeah. Drake London's good, but like, you know what's cool about having two weapons? So you can use them both. Uh, you don't just have to choose one. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, for their success in the future, they're going to want to utilize him. Agreed. So. And utilize him. Like, that's, I feel like that's on Mariota. It's like, dude, you should just try to find him. Yeah. It's not like, unless like they're just double teaming him. Um, yeah. I don't think that's really going to matter. Um, we briefly went over Niners, Seahawks. Cowboys, Bengals. Cowboys, Bengals was actually – talk about Super Bowl hangover. Yeah. Cincinnati. And for as good of receivers, when you got Boyd, Chase, Higgins, yeah. and you have a great quarterback in Joe Burrow, they just cannot protect the man. No, they can't. I'm still not fully worried. I'm not in panic mode for them yet. Um, I think they're going to be fine. With that being said, they need to turn around things now. It seems like Joe Burrow knows that they need to turn things around. He seems ultra locked in. Um, they're too talented to do this. I think they were they were not talented enough to do what they did last year. I think that was kind of a blip. That was kind of an anomaly. But they're still like a wild card contending team. I that's that's more what the mean is, especially because they don't have an offensive line. Yeah, they actually, their defense has played good these past couple of games. Yeah. Offense has been out of whack. Offense has been out of whack. I think a big thing that's that's uh, being glossed over too is that last game Joe Burrow. Uh, the first game, excuse me, Joe Burrow has four interceptions, loses a fumble, yeah. doesn't have any turnovers this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, gets sacked six times. Yeah, and what he got sacked like six times the time before too, if not more. Yeah, you know, so it's like you got it. You yeah, got yeah. That's that's the story. Yeah. and then Cowboys, I think. Oh, it's a pretty solid win. I think they did exactly what they needed to do. With Cooper Rush, and he played a decent game. Yeah, and, and uh, <coughs> their defense also held up pretty nicely. Michael you know. Parsons just, just a he's just a beast. Yeah, and that that made a big difference in making Joe Burrow very uncomfortable. And that was probably the difference of the game. Yeah, I just think um, I don't know if the Cowboys next week they got the Giants. So I actually think. Um. Both the Giants and the Cowboys. That'll be an interesting game. Yeah. I think this score will be reflected next week. It will be 20 to 17. Something like that for those two. Yeah. I and it, I, it'll, I'll flip a coin to decide who I pick. So, yeah. But yeah, I think the Bengals are more of the story than, yeah. than the Cowboys. I literally have nothing to say about the Broncos Texans. It still looks like Hackett has no idea what he's doing. Legit. Just the Texans are so boring to me. The Texans are so boring and the Broncos are, have some talent, but they're also so boring. 
And, but the one thing that makes them entertaining is you're like, oh my gosh, their head coach has no idea. Like that guy doesn't have a clue what he's doing. And it's hard when you have someone like Russell Wilson and you have, you know, pretty good. Well, I guess you would like to see him maybe step up a little more, be a little more assertive. I I agree. Just seeing something like a fire in him. Yeah. Um, just sort of like like taking shots downfield, you know. Just they're just scrambling. they're just like it, he just seems like he's resigned to what they are a little too much. I just think that like I mean they're still. It's just if you're a Broncos fan right now, you just can't not be worried about how dumb their coach looks. Yeah, and did you know that he got booed in Denver? He did. That's not a good sign. He got that we're booed. already that's already happening. Things are, you know, they got the win. That's what matters. Um, this upcoming week, they have. Let me see. Who they have. The they Niners. have the Niners. See, like if they don't figure things out quick, like in practice this week, they could get they could get pummeled by San Francisco. That's uh, I feel like that's just gonna be another boring game. It's gonna be low scoring, boring. San Francisco probably. I don't know. I don't know if you can be more boring than starting out with Texans, Seahawks, and 49ers. 49ers so yeah, we have none. I have nothing else to say. Other um, other than that, uh, Packers Bears Packers Bears. Uninterest. It's just what you'd expect. Yeah, the Bears aren't good. They're rebuilding. The Packers are good. They. It was a primetime game against their rival in Lambeau off of an embarrassing week one loss. Like, we've all seen this movie before. You knew that Aaron Rodgers was going to step up. Aaron Jones is big time. AJ Dillon contributed as well. They're good. I, I still don't – I don't think they're in that Super Bowl contending realm still. I think that window's closed. But I still think they're like a wild card playoff team. I agree. Um, they could win the division, certainly. I but- I totally agree. I don't with think what they're, you in, said. they're up in that upper echelon. Oh, agreed. Yeah. Uh, everything you said is true. The only reason why I'm going to say but uh-huh. is because one, I picked the Packers to win yeah. the Super Bowl. Um, not because I, I just I I would buy anything from Aaron Rodgers, you know, because he like drugs, prescription drugs, yes. Yeah. Um, because my mother sometimes listens to this. I would not buy illegal drugs. No, I just uh, just plants though. I just <laughs> just plants, mom. I don't understand. You know, I I just forever. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has not really had talent around him. Mm-hmm. You have the occasional guy. So you have Jordy Nelson, um, and then. Obviously, Devontae Adams, but he's yeah. no longer there. Ray Jennings and Donald Driver. At yeah, the beginning. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they have Aaron Jones. Yeah, but that's I mean, that's a running back, you know. Yeah, but wide receiver room, they haven't. No one's stepped up. Like yeah, they were hoping. But he's just such a good quarterback, and that's just a good system they have. That it's almost like they just know how to win. There's a lot of experience yeah. in Aaron Rodgers. And so I, I agree that as far as talent and just like the eye test, they're not the Bills, they're not the Chiefs, no. they're not, um, you know, what other teams? Even, well, like even the Chargers, Eagles, I was about to say, Bucks, yeah, Vikings, obviously. Probably what the Rams? Probably not as good as the Rams. Yeah, like they're definitely not up there, but they're always. But, but besides that, like, there's no one definitively better. Yeah, I will say. I think. You know. It's almost like in the NBA, whenever LeBron is out there, whenever LeBron's on the team, he's never the underdog. Like their team is never the underdog, or even when they are, or when they are, yeah, they're always in it. And that's what Aaron Rodgers is. He always is gonna make sure the Packers are in it in the conversation. Um, Even when the Vikings, quote unquote, creams them or crushed them. I mean, what was the score? 24 7. seven. Yeah. So, like, even that, that's not a terrible loss, you know? And that, that happened last year. Remember the Saints destroyed them? And everyone's like, oh, are they 
like in week one, yeah. and they just bounce back because yeah. that's just what they do. Yeah, so um, that's that's my take, but it's biased because I'm prideful and I don't want to see the team I pick. And I don't want to admit no, that I mean, they're not, not as a good. Bad take. I, I think the one concern I have, I'm obviously biased in the other direction because I think you know my feelings towards Aaron Rodgers, but I've, I feel like I'm being objective and saying though when he gets the plus, he's oh, he's going to carry them by himself, and they don't have a bad defense at this point. The defense has improved. That's why they had gotten to the point with Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. Basically, they he had a weapon, he had a run game. He had a defense, and that's why they're up to, like, Super Bowl contending level, whereas in the past they were just kind of a fun team that won a lot of games but wasn't a real contender when it came down to it. I think they're kind of back in that category because I think the issue is they lose a lot of these games in the playoffs in crucial times because Aaron Rodgers won't trust his other receivers. Like, you have to do a lot to get his trust and I think that's going to be an issue because, like, against the 49ers, he just threw the ball to Devontae Adams. And that's, like, a big reason why they lost because he wouldn't throw the ball to anyone else. Yeah. Who's he going to throw to this time? Like, he's going to have to trust these other guys. He's going to have to spread the ball around, learn, make these guys better instead of just kind of giving up on it. Um, he's going to need to just continue using this regular season to, like, get these rookies involved. Keep getting Sammy Watkins, Lazard, like Robert Tunyon, like just get these guys involved, and they they have a chance for sure. Um, it's just hard when they couldn't pull it off with Devonte Adams, thinking they can pull it off without. And maybe, well, maybe maybe that will help because it's not like he has that now guy. He's to. Yeah, he doesn't have that guy that he can throw to. Yeah. He's like, well, I I just got I have to throw it to the best option. Yeah, and trust that. Yeah, he's gonna have to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, so, that, and that only time will tell. And so agreed. Only time will tell. And I think in general the NFC is pretty wide open. I, I think so too. The AFC is much better. The, uh, you know the top three teams in AFC: Bills, Chiefs, I go Chargers. Mm-hmm. NFC. Uh, I'm bo- I'm like 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 I think Rams, gotta, Eagles, I, Vikings, like, Bucks. Bucks, like even even Those the Bucks don't look, kind of throw. Bucks don't really look all that good though. Yeah, I mean neither do the Rams, but like we know that they're gonna be fine. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and then other than that, uh, I think just the last game, Eagles Vikings. Yeah, yeah, just I, I that was kind of shocking to me. Yeah. Um. Oh, well. Time Kirk Cousins. Yeah. I I was gonna say. Um. Man, imagine if you're Justin Fields on the Bears and you only throw the ball eleven times, yeah, in a game. And and which, by the way, it was like good weather this time. Was it like the monsoon? It was before. Yeah. That's an issue. Wanted to bring that up because I I always think like, man, what if Zach Wilson was in that spot, and not Justin Fields? Like, like Zach Wilson, he slings it, man. You gotta, you gotta really trust your quarterback that he can throw. So sure. a lot of issues there, but it was yes. a good week. Yeah. Good week football. And mm-hmm. we'll do an episode here pretty soon. Previewing this week of college football and our guaranteed picks. Yep. So are we both one and one now? Or NFL uh, picks? I'm, I'm two and oh. You're two and oh. Dang it. Yeah. All right. That's right. Hopefully I got you. Then we'll recap the our college picks and Update where we're at on the next one. Sounds good. All right. Other than that, we're going to sign off and get some rest because we are some sick boys. Yep, we are. Some sick boys. All right. Till next time.